Welcome to season three of Transition Podcast. My name is Noma. And if you are just joining for the first time and wondering, what is this? Okay, Transition Podcast is a space where I share my thoughts on events and happenings in the world and also share a bit of my personal experiences as well. It is a conversation about life and the business of living it. Okay, so that's for you. On today's episode, I will be talking about the V word. Yes, you heard me right. The V word. Now, the other day I was doing a devotion from YouVersion Bible app on relationships. And one of the days of that devotion focused on this V word and the struggle people have with it. And it struck me just how much this particular thing was an issue for me and the reason for a lot of my actions and in actions. So what is this V word? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's chat. Okay, so what is the V word? The V word drum roll please (laughs) okay the v word is vulnerability and yes to a certain degree i have an issue with being vulnerable and i know that i am not alone being vulnerable in the context of relationships and this is not just about romantic relationships because most of the time when we think of vulnerability we just think of you know marriage or dating but even in friendship vulnerability is required And vulnerability means allowing someone to know you fully, your thoughts, your feelings, challenges, weaknesses, basically to be known and accepted and supported and loved. Now I did some background searching and I must say that this particular episode, I did a lot of reading for it because when I read that um, particular devotion from YouVersion Bible app, I knew that I needed to dig deeper, especially when a lot of what was talked about in that particular devotion for that day resonated with me as regards to vulnerability and the fears about being vulnerable. So the Oxford Dictionary says to be vulnerable is to expose yourself to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally. And some words that were likened to to being vulnerable are words like powerless, unarmed, undefended, unguarded. And it all sounds romantic and, if you permit me, sexy as well. Because we all want to be in relationships where we can just let... I mean, we've heard that phrase before, let your guards down and let your defenses down. But if you're like me, hearing something like this, your heart is like beating really fast because you can't just imagine being this open with anyone for me i can't imagine being this open with anyone that is not my immediate immediate family and um, i can admit as well that it's a bit sad because i have had people who have come into my life to offer me friendship people who have even openly said let's be friends and i'm not talking about primary school kindergarten i'm actually talking about you know even as an adult i've had people who have extended the olive branch is it an olive branch 
anyway extended friendship to me um and to an extent i can sense the genuineness of their heart but still i find myself transfixed you know just unable to really be open to receive what they are offering like there was a lady who came at me fast with friendship and considering that we worked together in the same department at the time i jumped right in and we became really close really fast we were going home together having lunch together it felt really good until one day i thought hold up (laughs) what abomination is this (laughs) okay not really like abomination but i just thought no this is too fast this is too soon slow down uh and in my language slow down often means cut off abort now and i did that i began to slowly gradually pull away from this person and i know a big reason i did that was i felt i was losing those walls walls that i had built up to protect myself from getting hurt being betrayed taken for granted and i did not want to lose that defense i wanted to remain guarded defense you know with my defense high and just the one with power because a lot of times we see vulnerability as losing power as giving away power and this is just one of a handful of incidents where i have personally shied away from the offering of friendship because i did not want to expose myself to emotional pain And while that may be commendable in the sense that, you know, one is being careful, you know, and cautious, like I discussed in episode five of season two, you could go listen to that. Um, But there's also a slim chance. And I I am um, courageous enough to admit that there's also a slim chance of denying oneself of the gift of true friendship. According to Brain Brown, so like I said earlier, I did some research, okay? I, I really went digging deep and getting far because I know that this is not something that I alone struggle with or even just curious about. So Bren Brown is a research professor in the field of vulnerability. I never knew that there were people who actually specialized in studying vulnerability, but yes, she is uh, a professor in it and she is like the guru of it. She actually has a TEDx um talk on vulnerability i haven't listened to it and i'm going to listen to it definitely i already have it like bookmarked and everything so she says that not only is vulnerability a key element in building close and long-lasting relationships she found that those who had a strong sense of love and belonging believed they were worthy of it meaning people who believe they are worthy of connection experienced greater connectedness now if you don't understand what that means this is what she's saying and this is what i interpreted basically she's saying that the fear of being vulnerable is really just that number one it's fear and she's saying it is also a fear that comes from feeling like you are not deserving perhaps like you are not deserving of uh or you don't believe that someone can be loyal to you you don't believe that someone can actually truly accept and love all of you and so you have this issue with just opening up and so it that struck me because it actually is sad (laughs) you know it's actually sad when you see people who are unable to be vulnerable in relationships it's actually it's it's actually a bit not a bit sad i think it's actually very sad because it's it comes from 
either like i said it's fear or it's just this belief that they don't deserve happiness you know they don't deserve someone to care about them but it's not just that it's not just not believing that you don't deserve for some people they don't deserve love or people can't love them if they know who they really are or just this thought of you can't you have you don't have people you can trust or there are no good people so there's no need even giving yourself it's also as a result of past experiences the fear of vulnerability brown says is also as a result of past experiences one has had in relationships and when i read that i thought oh boy do i have them (laughs) you know and in particular i remembered many years ago in boarding school i had this best friend well in my head in my head i must say first she was my best friend and she just needed to catch up with the revelation that i was hers <laughs> you know um but i became her friend because her original best friend or her initial best friend had changed schools and i was very close to that particular girl that had changed schools and so my heart went out to this other girl um and i'll just call her jane so my heart went out to jane because i felt she would be lonely uh, you know her best friend like this was the person that everywhere you see them at the cafeteria you see them in the dorm they were just always together and I just felt she'll be very lonely and so I took it upon myself to fill that void and to be that friend for her however um, it didn't play out too well because I was well I think now in hindsight I'll just call it more or less emotional abuse I think and it's interesting to call it that because we tend to think that emotional abuse only happens in a romantic relationship or you know but it also happens and it can happen even in friendship so it was a lot of emotional abuse I'll just go but you know at that time I mean we were teenagers like 13 years old or thereabouts so and this was like many years ago so such fancy words no one you know was the wiser of it but I kept being there, you know, I kept giving of myself. It felt like I had just gotten into this default setting of you must fulfill your mission of being this person's friend. And I think even now it became just a need to be accepted because I saw that there was so much resistance to me um, from this, from Jane and I didn't understand why. So I kept doing more and doing more just so she will accept me as her friend. Um, And like I said, we were teenagers at the time. um, So there was a lot of immaturity at play as well, you know, just to put also that in context. Um, But by the time I got to form six, I was 16. um, I had had enough. And so I began to cultivate other relationships and friendships around me. And I feel that this particular experience with Jane, though many years ago, and though we were all much younger, shaped me and I have never really been that vulnerable in a friendship again I've never really been that giving of myself and that open now last year Jane who is now a full-grown woman married with kids uh, she sent me a message and apologized from nowhere just apologizing for how she treated me back in school and just telling me what an amazing person and friend I was to her Uh, She admitted that at the time she couldn't even understand or appreciate my genuineness and it was only years later that she realized how much of a unique person I truly am. And of course, 
I mean, I cried ugly tears when I read that. I think I even sent it like to my to my siblings as well or something. Um, I mean, who doesn't get emotional over a compliment and they want to brag about it at the same time? <laughs> well, if you don't, I do. Um, but I marveled then at how that whole experience with Jane shot me down to the point where the idea of being vulnerable again as a price of for friendship makes me think like Amy Winehouse. No, no, no. Did I get it? I think I did. I tried. Um, but yeah, basically, um, just the idea of being that open in a friendship, and I'm not even talking about, I'm not even going as far as a relationship, but just in a friendship has me like, mm, you know, I just pull back and I just clench every single part of my body that is clenchable. <laughs> so, but having said this though, Brown remembered her, the guru in vulnerability. Yeah. She says we should look at those pains for what it is, a mismatch of people, a redirection, a learning, a happening, and not the building blocks for walls and keeping everyone out. A good friendship, any good relationship actually, requires vulnerability. A this is me, you know, just as I am. I also read another article by someone called Karen Young and she says, and I want to quote what she wrote, she says, vulnerability does not mean oversharing and offering every detail of your life for for consumption for anyone and everyone. She says, there are those you hold close or want to hold close who you believe are worth taking the risk and there are those who you know but you may not, there are those who you know, sorry, but may not have earned your vulnerability. And that last part is the sentence that is worthy to note. Um, Your vulnerability, my vulnerability, is to be earned. You don't just give it just because. You give it because there is enough conviction in your heart that this person is worthy of all of you. I watched an interview a while back, uh, Pastor Stephen Furtick, Elevation Church. Uh, so he did this interview with a guy. It's an old one. And I can't remember the whole thing like, or even the context of what that interview was about. But one thing the man said that struck me and I still remember till today, not not word for word, but I just remember it in a, in a, in a different way. But he did say, you know, he was talking about his wife. I think it was his wife yeah and um he was talking about the openness he has with her and he said something along the lines of it's like giving someone a gun and knowing they will never shoot and i thought even then i thought wow and even now i'm like wow and that's basically what vulnerability is it's just the opening of yourself this person has all the ammunition everything they can use to shut you down and they never use it you know they will never use it you have theirs they have yours and it's not this i'm holding this over your head if you mess up i'm going to drop it <laughs> you know because there are those things they're like you know this thing you told me and you don't want anybody to know about just just mess up now i will just i'll just open you know the, in nigeria we say you know i'll just how do they say you know i will expose you you know but he says no you know with his wife this person was saying with his wife is it's like she has all the ammunitions but he knows that she will never shoot but if you're like me and all this may sound well and good but if you're like me and the larger part of you is very uncomfortable about all this vulnerability talk there are benefits to vulnerability um and one of the benefits of vulnerability is one it increases the chance of having your needs met 
meaning when you are opening a relationship it gives the other person a chance to understand your needs better and then meet up number two it builds trust in a relationship and of course knowing you can share it all and still be treated and respected loved and honored it takes that relationship higher and deeper and number three Vulnerability lets you be truly loved. The alls of you. You know, like John Legend sang, All of me loves all of you. I'm in a very singing mood today. (laughs) But yeah, it's just that confidence that you know. Because, you know, when we hold back in relationships, whether it's romantic, whether it's friendship, we just keep thinking, if this person knows this, this person will leave. And um, it's always such a blessing and so freeing when you're able to just release that part of yourself and the person is still there and the person is still loyal and the person is still faithful and still respectful i mean that's just a blessing that's just a blessing to have that and number four vulnerability encourages or brings about sorry brings about longevity and increased intimacy and brown said and i quote there can be no intimacy emotional intimacy spiritual intimacy or physical intimacy without vulnerability and if you're wondering how to show more vulnerability in your relationships i got you all right um and number one i'll share is understand why you need emotional walls and brown says knowing where the fears of vulnerability stems from helps you resolve them you know what is your for me i would say that um my 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 fear of vulnerability is just it stems from my experience like i said just being taken for granted and so because i never want to be in that position ever again ever again i do i do hold back i do hold back and um just thinking about it now being on the receiving end of that can be very frustrating um but yeah i do know that that's where mine stems from Another way to help you show more vulnerability in relationships is for you to slow down and observe. So if you're used to avoiding sharing your feelings or you are in the habit of suppressing them, you know, it's best that you become more present and question yourself about emotions you experience. You can journal, you can meditate, and Brown suggests even therapy just to increase your understanding of your emotional life. And finally, she says, ease into it. You know, if you want to be more open, start being vulnerable more often. But you must start within your comfort zone, okay? Start within your comfort zone. And for me, I would would say that means start with um, the person that you feel you can trust now. Off the top of your heart, you know, there's just one person. And you're like, okay, I can't. I'm going to trust this person and tell this person something. Um, And... I've done that recently. I've done that recently. I'm like, I'm going to trust somebody and I'm going to tell this person something. And I did that and I was not disappointed. And it encouraged me to do more of that with that person, obviously. So yeah, just start with your comfort zone and eventually that will expand. In all, I do believe that there are big takeaways here. Two main big takeaways for me. I don't know what your takeaway from this is and I'll be interested to know obviously. But for me, the first one is that your vulnerability, my vulnerability is to be earned. Um, You do not want to end up putting a gun in the wrong person's hands. So observe before you share. 
and the second thing for me is being vulnerable is a risk all right i mean for the fact that it's even being likened to a gun it's a risk (laughs) you know so even with all the observing that you have undertaken and i have undertaken um let's just be mindful that it is a risk but it is a risk worth taking to enjoy long and fulfilling relationships so that's it for me i don't know but i'll be curious and i would love to know what are your thoughts on vulnerability do you struggle with it do you think it's all unrealistic and rubbish i mean whatever it is i want to know you can email me at transitionpodcast2020 at gmail.com transitionpodcast2020 at gmail.com or instagram i am on instagram check out noma Ikwe. um yeah and let me know your thoughts on vulnerability how you handle it is it easy for you is it easier for you now is it still difficult for you let me know let's share okay so until next time thank you for listening welcome to season three bye bye